Don't let the bed bugs bite. While it's a simple statement, it's a large problem. On this podcast, we'll talk about everything from bed bugs to bed bugs and everything in between. You're listening to Bed Bug Radio, a CNY bed bug extermination production. Between our books, classes, and now this podcast, we are always looking to increase awareness and dispel myths about bed bugs. Bed bugs fear us, but our clients cheer us. I'm Ashley, and here is our host, the self proclaimed bed bug whisperer, Eric Flynn. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of BBR Bed Bug Radio. Today's episode is going to be geared towards landlords, but this information can be useful for tenants too. It's bed bugs and apartments. The biggest problem with bed bugs in uh, really every situation isn't the bed bug, it's the people and the way that it's handled. This is really amplified in an apartment setting because there's so many different variables that can work against you. At the tenant level, tenants may be embarrassed, they may not know, or they may think that there's gonna, they're going to get in trouble if they tell you about bed bugs, so they never tell you, and they try and self-treat. This is a problem because typically with self-treatment, unless you catch it very early and are extremely thorough, success is low. But what you're going to do is you're going to spread them around. And by spreading them around, it's very likely they can end up in other units. One of the most common situations that we run into in the multifamily setting is when the landlord calls us to have unit two treated, but just to be safe, he has unit one and unit three treated as well. We get to the surrounding units and lo and behold, not only is there bed bugs, but it's ground zero. The person has often had them for years and typically they know about it, but they don't want to admit to it or they just don't care. Um, more often they are, have been trying to self-treat because most people care if they have bed bugs, but you'd be surprised the amount of people that just tolerate and live with them just like they're a basic nuisance like a ant or a house fly would be. Nobody really wants them in your house, but it's not a big deal if they're in there. The other problem with bed bugs in a multifamily unit is tenant cooperation. You really have to be hands-on because if you truly want to succeed in eradicating the bed bugs, then you have to make sure that the tenants comply with the request of the exterminator. And often the case, if a bed bug, if a tenant has had, I say bed bug and tenant uh, together, sometimes they both can be problematic for a landlord, but the bed bugs um, left untreated for you know a length of time by someone living there kind of paints the picture that they can tolerate them or it's not that big of a deal to them. So the level of prep that's required of them can be invasive and they just might not want to be bothered with it because it's not that big of a deal to them and you never have success. This is common with landlords that are not local out of town and they don't have a property manager or they have a bad property manager that doesn't get involved. Bed bugs are a very hand-on, hands-on thing for a landlord. Landlords really need to be there and supervise the situation, make sure everything gets done, and also make sure that the follow-up gets done. 
Now, when it comes to bed bugs, there's a lot of things that seem like it would be common sense that don't apply. One thing would be is if you have a problematic tenant that you're considering evicting, but you know they have a bug issue, a lot of times people will think, well, I'm going to wait till I get rid of them before I do the extermination. That's a problem for two reasons. In most exterminations, you need a host for the extermination to be successful. Second, with the absence of a tenant in the apartment, that's going to increase the likelihoods that a likelihood of the bed bugs spreading to surrounding units and growing the problem. So it's best if you have a bed bug issue in an apartment. Even if you have the absolute worst tenants in the world, it's really best to try to keep them in place while the extermination is taking place and then wait to have them removed from the apartment until you know it's clear that that way they're your host. Otherwise, you're going to have to convince a friend's family or yourself to move into an apartment with bed bugs to facilitate the extermination process of drawing them out. Um, it's very difficult to rent an apartment with bed bugs in it uh, prior to someone moving in because those bed bugs haven't fed for a while. So they're going to be quick to come out during the day. So the first day somebody starts to move in, they're likely to see bed bugs and they're going to move right back out. And the final thing that and I think is the biggest concern with bed bugs uh, is the responsibility that we get a lot of calls from tenants that call us saying that the landlord has told us that it's our problem to deal with um, we've also had landlords call us and tell us that, that it's the tenants issue to deal with it says so in their lease um, whatever the variable is they're incorrect bed bugs are always a landlord problem I don't care what your lease says. I don't care what local laws say. The bed bugs are your problem. When those tenants move out, they're not going to take the bed bugs with them. They're going to leave them behind. And the longer that you wait to intervene, the more complex the situation is going to be and the higher the odds of them spreading into other units are going to be. It's very important that you make very clear in your lease that tenants are to come to you if they suspect bed bugs immediately. Don't, you do not want them to attempt self-treatment. You don't want them to avoid the issue. A lot of times leases focus on penalizing tenants if they have bed bugs, and that makes them reluctant to get the landlord involved. And if they can't afford an exterminator, it's really not going to be done right, and the chances of it growing to be a, a bigger problem grow every single day that the bed bugs are there bed bug populations double every 16 days so that kind of gives you an idea of how quick things can snowball you don't want to ignore the situation and you really want to have an open door for them to feel comfortable to tell you that they have bed bugs and not feel like they're going to be in a lot of trouble or held financially responsible it stinks i i completely get it that you're the landlord you didn't bring these bugs in. The tenant did. It 100% is the tenant's fault that it's there. Even though they may have had no role in or choice in bringing them in, but the reason they're in there is because of the tenant, not because of you. But it's your building, and if you don't take care of it and take care of it soon, you're the one with the big problem, not them. 
So it's important to change the mindset about the situation because if you just keep trying to push it off on the tenant and not get involved and not take care of it yourself, your problem will still be there for you, but it will just grow and grow and grow. We see this all the time. Even after I have conversations with tenants for them to get the landlord involved and the landlord refuses, I end up getting a call from that landlord eight months later with a huge problem on their hand, very upset at the tenant. And it's misdirected anger. They should be upset at themselves for not heeding our advice sooner. And just, I mean, think about it. If somebody was financially secure, there's there's exceptions to every rule, but why would they be renting an apartment from you? Why wouldn't they have bought a house? That a lot of times people who are renting apartments can have a marginal income or they just don't have the pride of ownership because it's not their place and they, they don't feel that it's their responsibility to take care of it. So they're not going to shout out the money for an exterminator. They're typically just going to move. Prevention is key. And although it is impossible to prevent bed bugs from coming into a building, you can prevent it from becoming an infestation by entering a service plan with uh, an exterminator that does whether it be inspections and treatment every six months every three months um, you really want to have that in place to prevent things from getting out of hand i personally feel that that six months is adequate different companies uh, have different viewpoints um, not just from an exterminator's uh, side of view but from the actual building ownership or manager's view as well Sometimes they want something done every three months. That can be a little excessive and costly, but it definitely is being safe. Um, but again, it's really personal preference. I would not push it much farther than the six-month mark. And it's just a good practice anyhow to do a inspection of an apartment every six months. Because not just for bed bugs, but you want to find those... Uh, Leaks under the sink that the tenant doesn't realize or doesn't tell you about. Uh, running toilets. Um, Non-functioning smoke alarms. All these things have would have a greater effect on you than the tenant. And sometimes the tenant doesn't want to bother you for something you know that they would consider to be um, dumb. Or sometimes tenants uh, are intimidated by you. Even if you are, are, seem like the most friendly person in the world... You, you know, you do hold a certain level of power over tenant. And, you know, there's horror stories about um, retribution from landlords for tenants going to them with issues. And they just might be afraid to tell you about an issue and just live with it. Meanwhile, it's costing you money and they don't realize the, the severity of the issue. All right. Well, that's enough of me going on. As you can tell, um, I, I have uh, my fair share of experience in uh apartments and uh, family management or uh, family management property management as well and uh, I understand everything you're going through if you have questions or concerns feel free to call us um, at 607-591-4563 tell us about the situation and uh, we'll give you the best guidance we can it is important to note that um, one thing that you really want to think about too is yeah you you want to get involved if there's an if there's an issue but not every phone call means that there's an issue and when i say that tenants aren't the ones you know in the end paying for the extermination and since it's not their money they might be a little quick to want the 
uh, A-level service when it's not needed, that if somebody's just calling because they're getting bites and they don't know what they are, or if someone found a bed bug, unless you can find any evidence to support it, I would not trigger an extermination. I would definitely do a thorough inspection of that apartment. I would do a thorough inspection of the surrounding apartments. But in the end, if there's no evidence, short of continuing to monitor, I would not take action uh, because it might not be needed. You personally want to do the inspections or have the inspections done when the tenants aren't there if you're having a pest control company come in and do an inspection. Because... Pest control companies, they can be shady. And if there's a situation they can ever ta uh, take advantage of, it would be this situation. Because now they're not just, they don't have to convince you they have a problem. All they have to do is is put the idea in the tenant's mind that there's a, that there's a uh, bed bug issue. And everyone's going to freak out and, and come after you and insist something be done. So it's best to, you personally inspect, or if you have a pest control company come in, do it when the tenants aren't in there. They require that they have to leave. That way, if the pest control company is trying to do some scare tactics, you're going to be the only one that's there. And there's nothing they can find that would be invisible. I don't care if they bring in a dog. I don't care if they bring in a priest. I don't care what they bring in. If they can't point to rock solid evidence to you whether it be droppings casings eggs then they haven't found anything because everything that you'd look for is visible there's no eggs that you can't see with your with your naked eye there's no bugs you can't see with your naked eye now granted first stage instars are small and difficult to see if they're not if they're not moving but the, if they're able to see the evidence, they should physically be able to show you. So if they can't show you anything, don't don't buy into what they're telling you. All right, guys. Um, <clears throat> if you have any uh, questions for the show, or if you have uh, questions that you want to get on the air about bed bugs, or if you want to talk about a situation, uh, please give our uh, line a call at 607-873-668. 80. Now, no person will be answering this number. It's going to allow you to leave a message, a recorded message, for us to play on the air, and then we will answer you on the air. Um, you, if you don't want to be on the air, you can email me. At Eric, it's uh, eric at cnybedbugextermination.com, or you can email Ashley. It's ashley at cnybedbugextermination.com. And we will review your question or comment and put it on the air as well. Thank you. This has been show number three. If you're looking for additional information about bed bug inspections, please visit doihavebedbugs.com. On this website, there's pictures and guidance to walk you through what you need to do for a self-inspection to determine if you have bed bugs or not. Also, if you're looking for any books on bed bugs, visit cnybedbugbooks.com.